Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome again to the show. I hope everybody's doing really good on this December 19th, rounding out the year with the last UFC card of the year. 2023 is about to be behind this UFC 296 review, recap, whatever you want to call it. And for all the hype, all the clamor that was leading into this, Kobe Chaos Covington playing the heel role very much well, leading into it. And you already know the results by now. I had a feeling going into this one, it was not going to be the main event that we all wanted. It was not going to be the spectacular event and the eskew of the Kamara Usman versus Kobe Covington. The first fight, second one was all right, but I pretty much felt that way um, given the implications of this card. So let's just hop on right into it. Reporting live from Chicago, Illinois. As I said before, hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you guys did all your shopping and got all your um, just got everything you needed to do. You still got time. A few more days. What is it? What four, five? What six more days until Christmas? Uh, make sure you guys do what you have to do. Stay safe out there. And I don't have to tell you this. This temperature is dropping. It is dropping really, really fast. Jesus Christ! What is it like? Fifteen degrees outside. They said we were supposed to get a mild winter, but it is yet to be seen. Now. About, about these fights this past weekend, UFC 296, Leon Edwards successfully defends his title against Kobe Chaos Covington in a bizarre fight. I think that's I think that's really good to say. I think I'm being mild with it there as well. Very much bizarre of a fight. Kobe did not show up, and for all the antics that he did, for all the really low blows that he gave the um, Leon Edwards insulting his uh, deceased father who was uh, did not pass away of natural causes who did actually uh, was murdered that was really much of a low blow Kobe chaos Covington um just uh, it's just kind of man this, this is what we're this is where we're at right now right with the UFC merging with TKO, that being WWE, them both now under the same umbrella. I guess we are now seeing the new WWE drama that is infiltrated the UFC. And wow. Just wow. I, I, now, I understand this is the fight game. And, you know, you're going to get locked inside of a cage with somebody and essentially try to fight them to the death, right? And I understand most things are off off limits, but... I think that was a little bit, it should have been off limits. I don't think I'm reaching too far by saying that. I hope you all can agree as well. But uh, Leon Edwards, um, I, I want to give all the credit to him but as well. But it is more so chaos did not really show up. Um, he We know him as being this awesome pressure fighter, right? Just relentless pressure that we have not seen in the UFC. You can kind of really relate it to... Cain Velasquez, I believe they have similar 
uh, fighting styles, chain wrestling, you go from striking to grappling, from grappling to striking, you kind of leave your component, your opponent confused on what they need to do. Are they going to try to stop the takedowns? Are they going to stop the pressure? Are, are the hands going up? Are they going high? Are you defending? Are you punching back? Are you are you returning fire? And you're just guessing on when that mix-up is coming. We saw with uh, with Kobe when it comes to the you know, the Hori Masvidal fight, the Robbie Lawler fight, the uh, Rafael dos Anjos, Rafael dos Anjos fight, the former lightweight champion. We kind of saw, we kind of thought we were going to see the exact same thing. He even had Donald Trump there in his corner. All the cards on his table. This was his third and final attempt in capturing UFC gold, and I don't think it's wrong to say that he'd pretty much shit the bed, right? You can kind of give uh, a little negative side effects to Leon Edwards there's and going that he had to be the one to put on the pressure but it's not his job to do that yes it's his job to fight and to strike and he did kick the hell out of uh, Kobe's uh, lead foot in the post fight when they saw him walking backstage he had two ice packs on his legs so that should let you know the damage is done don't know what the hell uh, Kobe's talking about when he said he didn't have a scratch on him the man was all busted up it wasn't a beat-down performance, but the winner was quite obvious, right? Four rounds to one, Chaos turning it up in the last round, and he did not show up. He did not show out. It's not what we expected to see from him, and it's very much a shame to see that. Just considering just the implications, all the shit-talking he was doing week in and week out leading up to this event, you know, Chaos was doing what Chaos does, right? And we wanted chaos to also go down inside of the octagon that's what we wanted that's what we paid for if you paid for it and we did not get it um it just left after a, a great card with finishes on it from top to bottom it was a bad way to send the crowd home and i don't believe he's gonna get back to this spot I was really waiting for to see what he was going to say in the post-fight interview and when, when they were backstage, and he called out Wonderboy Thompson, a gentleman who was 41 years old who just got choked out in the third fight of the night, and you call him out? He's ranked, what, 7, 8? He's in the top 10, but what What about Gilbert Burns? What about Shafkat Romanov? Everybody's avoiding that man like the plague. Well, what about Bilal Muhammad? Fight him. Take his title shot away from him. Call him out. Leon probably wants to take a little vacation. Bilal's not booked. I understand Gilbert Burns just got booked, but Kobe didn't know that by the time he was in that uh, that press conference because Dana White announced that fight in a whole slew of fights after that. Uh, one good notice of a fight that he announced is that MVP just got signed to the UFC. So I, I don't know what Kobe's doing from here. My guess is... He probably just wants one more fight to retire on a on a win, right? I don't see him getting back here. I don't think anybody does. He's 0-3 in title shots, and he's about to be 36. Uh, that that door is closed. Maybe if you would have really showed out and the fans were clamoring for a rematch, but we did not see that at all. Did not see it. Very strange. Even Leon said in the... And his interview afterwards that he was expecting the pressure to come on because that's what Kobe is known for. That's what he's done in each and every fight, just week in and week out, year in and year out. How often he fights, we just did not see it. 
very, very strange. A lot of conspiracies have come out to think that uh, maybe Kobe was injured. I don't buy that because Kobe would have pointed the fingers to that during the whole post-fight interview. He would have pointed out that he was injured and he would have said something. He would have gave an excuse, but he went the route that he was robbed by the judges. You were robbed by the judges? No, you robbed us. You robbed us of a main event spot. You robbed us of staying up to what? It got over around 1230, close to 1 a.m. What are you talking about, man? You, You robbed yourself. And no, nobody robbed you of this. The UFC put on the show. They they uh, rented out the venue. People bought their tickets. They brought the cameras, the media, the sponsors. They put all the shine on you. We were all wondering what was going to happen. You had your favorite person, Donald Trump, front row and center to watch you perform, and you didn't show up. You didn't show up, and it was it was disappointing. I don't like Kobe at all. I'm not a Kobe fan. I'm not a fan of. Those type of antics. I like the Conor McGregor antics and the Chael Sonnen, Chael P. Sonnen, undisputed, undefeated, but not this one. This one was just just odd. Very much odd. So from here, I hope they do not book the Stephen Wonderboy Thompson fight. I can't imagine he's going to take on another wrestler. All of his losses that Wonderboy has have come to the way of wrestlers. And I can't see him just fighting another wrestler, right? We all want dubs here. We all want dubs. Kobe specifically wants one, but nobody wants to see that fight, man. We want to see Wonder Boy in his Twilight Years fight stand up artist. That's what we want to see from him. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, the co-main event was, meh. You know, I thought it was going to be fight of the night. It was good for the stand-up affair that we had, but I did not expect Raw Dog, a.k.a. Brandon Royval, to not be able to stuff a takedown because when it was on the feet, it was goddamn exciting. Uh, Alex Pantoja defended the title successfully. He's going to get his next fight in Brazil next year. Dana White announced that in the post-fight interview. Uh, That's going to be fantastic. It'll probably be against Brandon Moreno if he wins his next bout in the flyweight division. 125 pounds. Oh, man, those boys are tiny. And as I just covered, Shavkat Romanov got it done against Wonderboy. And sorry, Leon Edwards, I love you. Uh, you're, I know you represent the UK well, but I believe that you are keeping that belt warm for Shavkat Romanov. This man, guys, if you don't know who Shavkat Romanov is, get on the hype train now. Um, he has, he's 18 and 0, 18 wins, all stoppages. Nobody makes it to the judges' scorecards with this gentleman, and it continued. This past Saturday with Shavkat Romanov. And this man is scary. Do I believe he's going to get a title shot next? No. Uh, but he's going to get one with one more big bout. I definitely see it happening with one more big fight. And that that's going to probably be their next champion. 2024, I'm going to say late, maybe this time next year. He's going to fight one more and then get a title shot. And he's going to be the reigning champion. He's 26. 28 yeah 28 years old um still has a lot of time to get better and this man has all the all the support backing him from uzbekistan apparently he has over a million followers doesn't even speak english which is just insane just insane keep your eye out on this guy (laughs) you can't miss him he walks around with dead animals on his head that he killed himself so this man is scary. I want none of that. 
And the other big fight of the night was, you hate to see it, Bryce Mitchell, Mr. Flat Earther himself, getting possibly the worst knockout of the year. Definitely a candidate. He got flatlined. If you guys have not seen Josh Emmett versus Bryce Mitchell, the first fight on the opening uh, on the opening card, go back and watch it. And it was it was just nasty to see because after he just got after he went straight to sleep, the camera panned to him and his his leg was twitching. That is that that's brain damage, my friend. Uh, if you get hit so hard, you just start just twitching and seizing up. Not good. A good win for Josh Emmett. I did not like this the fact that Bryce Mitchell was taking this on short notice but that oh man that's the dice you roll in this in this game that is the dice you roll then tony ferguson losing via decision to patty pemblett i think i said on the last show that i really wanted tony to win i think we all wanted tony to win right we all love tony ferguson that's his seventh loss in a row it, it is time and we, we want justice for him because he had those five canceled bouts against uh, Khabib for the title. He never got it, and his losing streak just continues. You can just tell that he just wants one more win to retire. That's essentially what he wants, but I don't think he's going to get it, unfortunately. So, well, we will see, Tony. We'll see where Tony goes from here. Hopefully, he retires. Dana White did echo the same sentiment in the interview as well, so... It was just a bad – he looked better. He had David Goggins, one of my favorite persons in this corner, but Goggins can't fight for you, my friend. Goggins cannot fight for you. And that was UFC 296 in a nutshell. Um, I wish it was a little bit, you know, just the main event was a little better. Everything else was pretty good, but the co-main event and the main event really did not deliver. And that's why I always echo – of watching the prelims watch the prelim fights these guys are hungry on there they are so hungry they want to they want people to tune in they're fighting for like five thousand dollars ten thousand dollars so they know they got to show up and show out and you they these are the fights that you just have to wait uh have to watch the fights that you need to have your eyeballs on if you really want to get the mixed martial arts experience Irene Aldana versus Carol Rosa, fight of the night. These girls went at it. They showed their faces um, in the hospital afterwards, taking pictures together, all beat up. Um, Cody Garbrandt returning back to winning ways, getting that nasty walk-off knockout over Brian Keller. Hit him so wrong. He <laughs> hit him so hard that he did a 180 and face planted. Casey O'Neill. Uh, getting submitted against Ariane Lipsky. That, that was kind of hard to watch. I thought she was going to be a future title contender, but it's not looking like it. And then on, even Andre Touchy Feely getting that knockout in the first round against Lucas Almeida. Just nasty knockout uh, walk-off. And then uh, Mar Martin Boudet getting that knockout in the second round against uh, Shamil Gazav. Gazav? Another Russian killer. Definitely watch out for him. 2024 is going to be so exciting. Kicking it off and the beginning of the year with Sean Strickland versus Drickis Duplessis. They've been getting the, them getting to an actual fight in the audience. The, they replayed it at the end of the at the end of the card. That was just crazy insane. That's going to be a good way to kick off the pay per view in January. February, we're getting Alexander Volkanovsky, the great, taking on Io Tapora, and then Sean O'Malley doing that grudge match uh, against, oh man, 
his name is leaving me right now. Oh, Sean O'Malley versus che Marlon Cheeto Vera. That's going to be an awesome one as well. So we have a lot to look forward to in this upcoming year. Make sure you guys tune in. Appreciate all the comments and the likes. Make sure you guys are still listening in. I'm going to I want to do another show coming up here sometime soon. Don't know exactly when for the holidays. But overall, that was the last one, boys, of the year. We got a four-week break, four or five weeks. So only the only other fight that's coming up that's boxing would be this upcoming Saturday with Deontay Wilder, uh, Deontay Wilder fighting and Anthony Joshua. I'll tune into that. There's nothing else going on. I think she, you all should as well because why the hell not? There's only the last fight of the year. Christmas Eve, tune into that. And other than that, if I don't hear from you guys again this year, I hope you guys have a great Christmas and I'll see you all next time.